Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jay, and it's time for a bonus edition of Jay's Quick 3. Now, this edition, I am going to review and recap the uh, 2020 BET Awards that just took place. So I kind of do this every once in a while. There are a few award shows that I really like, and I just like to give them some shine and just give my opinions on what I think about them. So if you've listened to the BET Awards review from 2019, you kind of know how this goes. And by the way, shout out to all you guys who have listened to that and continue to listen because I still get, um, still get like the hits that people are still listening, like as recent as a few days ago. Um, so appreciate that. It's actually my number two highest downloaded or listened to episode that I have so far. So uh, shout out to you guys for, you know, giving me some love. So I guess you like that. So here we go for 2020. So now this year we know it's a little different because we're in um, quarantine. COVID is out here running rapid and uh, people can't leave the house really. So BET decided to do this virtually Um, so it was a little, it's a little different and I'll give my like pros and cons and kind of how I feel about everything that took place. Also just a disclaimer. So there was a storm that, uh, took place the night of the BET awards where I live. So when I was trying to watch it, it kept my, I have a satellite kept going out I was recording it and I recorded both episodes of it because it played and then it played again right after it went off on BT. And I tried to rewatch it and I guess it was still messing up because it was just very hard to like catch everything. So this is my own version of this. So if I left something out or I missed it, you can feel free to go to BT's uh, website. I'm sure they have all that stuff there. Or maybe some people did some articles on it. So this is coming from my point of view. So let's sit back. And let's get started with this. The 2020 BET Awards aired on BET on Sunday, June 28th, my birthday, by the way. And it was hosted by Amanda Seals. Now, Amanda Seals did, I would say, I'll say an okay job because you have to think about it. She is at her house. She's in front of a green screen because that's pretty much what it was. And she's talking to an audience of nobody, like no one's there. She's talking to the camera pretty much. And, you know, I'm sure that's a hard thing to do. Um, Some of the skits that took place, I felt were not funny, but maybe they would have been a little funnier if there was an audience there. I don't, I don't really know. It's like, a lot of these skits that they have during these award shows aren't that funny. So I don't know if it was just because of the situation. It just didn't click all the way. But I will say, given the situation or given the situation, I think Amanda did a pretty good job of hosting because, you know, she had her costume changes. She was, you know, moving, well, not moving, but they had different sets set up with this green screen. She was in character and all of them. So I think she did a good job. Also think the reason why they chose her is because she kind of 
she's very um, prominent in her in the social media realm as far as like her IG page and stuff like that. She also does smart, funny and black. And she that is usually a tour that she does in different cities. It's kind of like a game show. Well, when she was supposed to have one a few months ago, it was with uh, Flex and um, I feel so bad. Kyla Pratt. <laughs> Why did I forget her name? From one on one. And it was kind of like a reunion, but they were competing against each other for this show. Well, uh, Amanda did it virtually. So I think because she did that virtually and pulled it off, I actually bought a ticket to see it Thought because I was going to go to the show itself. So when I saw that they were going to be doing it online, I bought my ticket so I can be a part of it. But it was pretty cool. So I think that may be why they chose her. Anywho, she did an all right job. Now, if I gave this award show a grade, which I usually do, I'm going to go ahead and give this award show, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an A minus. And the reason why is because nothing like this has ever happened before. Nothing like this has ever been shown before in this way. I feel when BT did the COVID relief special a couple of months ago, they did a really good job of like producing a show virtually. So they kind of had a good I guess, blueprint on how they maybe could pull off this show. So with, again, given everything that's going on and you just don't have an audience, you don't have people around to piece together in an award show that was interesting and it was, it was entertaining. I felt like I had to give it at least an A because I didn't see too much wrong with it. I did have like a couple of things that I'll talk about later that I felt like Maybe they could have done a little differently, but again, this is not something that's happened before, so I'm not going to like hate on them too much. So the awards given on Sunday were Best Female Hip Hop, which went to Megan Thee Stallion. They had this Shine a Light Award, which went to DJ Nice and uh, Timberland and Swiss Beats. So pretty much this was just um, giving them thanks for like helping us through um, the quarantine we've been in, if if you don't know who DJ Nice is or has never seen his club quarantine um, sets that he has on Instagram, um, it's, you've missed out or you're missing out because it's pretty cool. He'll just play a bunch of music. And one particular night, I think he had over 100,000 people and he was just jamming all night. And then you see all these celebrities coming in and out. And it was just a fun time. It's just something to kind of get your mind off of what we're dealing with. So they wanted to recognize him for that. Also, Timberland and Swiss Beats do the verses um, on IG. And now it's like grown to where they have it on Apple TV. So they have all these different what they call battles. But it's really just a celebration of music between two artists or writers or producers or whatever. Those have been really fun. Again, it's just something to like break the monotony of like being at home or just getting your mind off a little bit of what's going on out there. So they, they get those um, awards. And then a video of the year went to uh, DJ Khaled, Nipsey Hussle and John Legend um, for their uh, song that they have or their video. Best International Act went to Burna Boy. Um, Best Female R&B and Pop Artist went to Lizzo. The Album of the Year went to Roddy Rich. I think that's his name. 
And then a humanitarian award went to Beyonce, which was presented by Michelle Obama. So those were pretty cool. So they did what, seven awards that they gave, gave out. I don't know if that's probably average for an award show. Again, that's something that I've said before that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit because it's, it's an award show. So you want to see who wins these awards and they usually just end up being a giant concert, which if it's entertaining, it's okay. But I just feel like if you're going to have an award show, why not give those awards out during this show and celebrate the people that's getting the awards instead of just letting people perform. And then you're giving people awards behind the scenes. So it is what it is. So performers, because this was a long list of performers. So this uh, little guy, his name is Keydron Bryant. And he sang this song called I Just Want to Live, which was talking about like um, George Floyd and like the police brutality and the murders of you know, unarmed black people that we've been seeing so much of um, happen lately. So it was pretty powerful song and he went viral. And so BET let him open up. So I thought that was pretty dope. Um, Then you had Public Enemy uh, with a lot of different people. I didn't name everybody or I didn't catch how, you know, everyone that was on there because that was one of the parts that went out. But Public Enemy has this song called Fight the Power, which they released so many years ago, probably probably about 20 years ago. And um, again, talking about the same thing, they were just one of those uh, rap groups that was very like much like into fighting for black rights. And a lot of their raps were talking about that. And so it's so crazy that a song they released that many years ago is still prominent today. So they had like a star-studded guest of different rappers and stuff um, perform with them. And and with these performances, I just want to say before I name all the rest of them, these performances, which is some of the best I've seen, obviously these were not done um, in the building as far as like they weren't present at the award show. But these people put a lot into these performances. They pretty much were videos. And I just think it's dope that, you know, they just put a lot into it. And it was it was good to see. It was just very entertaining. So everyone, not one person did bad. I didn't see not one bad performance. Everyone put their all into it. It was very much um, the theme of Black Lives Matter and, you know, bringing awareness two different things and shot, you know, giving a shout out to those that we've lost um, during this, this pretty much also a pandemic of, you know, racism and um, that we have going on. So everyone did super good. And I don't know, that's one thing I really liked. I, I feel like when you're on stage, yes, you can portray you can try to have the same amount of um, production value on stage as you can have um, like in a video, but just something about the production value of a video because it's kind of fine tuned and they can edit and do all that stuff. They can make it look good um, when they perform live, especially when you're watching it on TV. To me, it just doesn't do it doesn't have the same like little punch that it would just through these videos. Um, and then also the thing that I hate is when you're watching these award shows and then they start panning to everybody in the audience to see how they're reacting and you're not even getting to see what performance is happening. So 
I appreciated being able to see all these performances in their entirety. So moving on. So there was Public Enemy, uh, Roddy Rich performed. Then it was John Legend. There's an artist named Masego who I haven't heard um, about before, but I really liked the song that he sang. So I'm going to look him up. D Smoke and Sir performed. And then D Smoke's mom came out and performed with him. Um, Meg the Stallion performed. She did really well. Like she really did a really good job. Um, I'm not going to talk about every single performance, but some of the ones that stood out to me, I'll definitely like put my two cents in. Meg the Stallion, who always looks amazing, who always does amazing to me. She kind of had like this Mad Max type of theme going on. She performed her new song, Girls in the Hood. And then she also did the Savage remix with uh, Beyonce. Now, Beyonce wasn't there, but she played some of her her parts or whatever while she danced, but it was really good. Really, really, really good. The uh, baby performed. I don't know the name of the song that he performed, but he did a really good job. Um, it was, it started off with the camera kind of close up to his face. He's laying down face down with his hands behind his back, pretty much like George Floyd was. There's a, an officer with his knee on his neck. So he was performing like that. And then it pans out and then he goes off to do other things. But that was pretty good. Jennifer Hudson sang um, a song by Aretha Franklin. She did well. And then she, um, I think it's called Young, Gifted, and Black. And then right after that, they showed the trailer for Aretha's biopic, which is starring Jennifer Hudson, which looks really, really good. Um, Anderson Pack featuring J-Rock, they performed. Loner did, it's kind of like the artist spotlight type of thing. I like Loner. He did. So it's called Make the Most, which I really love. It's a duet with her, but her wasn't there for that performance. But um, he sang it by himself. I like him. He's He has an EP out as well. He's a little, I don't even know how to describe his style, but it's kind of, it's kind of in the pocket, kind of a a mid-tempo type of chill type of vibe but I like it. So then there was Wayne Brady, who did a Little Richard tribute. Then Little Wayne did a Kobe tribute, which y'all know how I feel about Kobe. Um, I'm still not ready to like <laughs> face the fact with that. So I really didn't watch that too much. Um, Alicia Keys did a, a performance um, with a song I think she had just made this song or just, you know, wrote the song and stuff. She played this during her verses that she had against John Legend a couple of weeks ago. And so that, again, was centered around Black Lives Matter. Then, of course, my favorite performance of the night, which was Chloe and Halle. They did a mashup or not really a mashup. They just did two songs. So they did uh, Forgive Me and then they did Do It. And this was very interesting, the way that they did this. So if you've seen the video um, from Forgive Me, it's very dark. They're like on, I don't know, it looks like they're on some kind of planet. It's just very like deserty and stuff like that. Anyway, they're wearing all black. So they perform that and then it moves over to this next kind of um, section, which they're wearing all white and they do do it. And then they drop the mics and they start battling each other because both of them are in these little boxes. Both sets of them are in these boxes and they they um, dance, battle each other. 
which was really good. I thought it was dope. I thought it was creative. They do this in their backyard. They have a tennis tennis court back there. If you had a chance to catch Chloe and Halle perform throughout this whole quarantine um, time that we've had, they've been on Good Morning, Morning America. They did the COVID special for BET. Um, they've just been performing all over the place, but they use that backyard to the its fullest potential. And man, man. I can't wait to see them live because they have to bring that stuff with them because the creativity is just like jumping out at this point. But they did really well, of course. Uh, then Summer Walker and Usher performed, which I thought was dope. And I really think it was dope for Summer Walker because we all know how her, you know, she suffers from anxiety and kind of being around people or being the center of attention. So I thought it was really dope for her to be able, be able to perform like this because you're just performing for the camera so she got to be in her element I felt like she interacted with Usher a little bit better than I've seen her do it on stage when they sing their song together so I thought it was pretty dope um, they did a really good song or they did a really good performance now this is something that I've never really even seen on BET especially not on the awards before but they had Kane Brown who is a country singer a black guy sing he did a performance which I thought was really dope because they like I said never really show country and then they had um Kira and Karen Clark perform which they did gospel they oh those ladies her and her daughter that whole family is just anointed and blessed like those voices are crazy so that was a super good performance way to end you know the performances and then they also did like this little tribute to throughout the whole award show, um, this is the 40th uh, year of BET. And so they were doing like these little tributes throughout the show, which is what I mean, like Amanda Seals was doing like these little skits and things like that, showing like the different shows BET used to have and kind of just like their pro progression throughout the years. Uh, Bob Johnson, who's the person that started BET, they let him um, speak. So he had a little speech and everything like that. But I thought the whole thing was definitely super dope. And honestly, when I'm watching it, I almost felt like it was a better show than they, than they do when they do it live. So, and with people there. So I definitely think that they can take some of these things that they've learned and hopefully, I don't know, hopefully we get out of this at some point and they don't have to do this again, but I kind of like the way this is. I will say the one thing that I found a little odd Yes, I appreciated all the performances, but if this was like a remote thing, I don't understand why they couldn't have given out more awards. I don't really know what the process was that they went about, how they were getting people to send in their um, thank yous and stuff like that. So if anybody watches, or maybe you don't, but I've watched RuPaul's Drag Race. I love that show. Um, I love Jack Queens, if you didn't know that. But when every year at the end of every season, they have this finale. So at the finale, they have the top four queens um, and then they they shoot the finale. And the way that they shoot it is it's pre-recorded. Obviously, they shoot it, but they have all four girls act like they won. And then when they air it on TV for us to see the finale, they'll show the edit of the real person that won. And so even even the winner doesn't know until they watch it that night. And so they did this for several reasons, mainly because it was getting leaked when they first um, announced the winner, because again, it's pre-recorded. So by the time it came out for us to see, 
people would have already known who won because, you know, people cannot, you know, keep a secret. So uh, RuPaul started doing this where, you know, he would record everyone winning. And he even did a couple of years where you wouldn't even know who the top four girls or three girls were because he would record, you know, the episode before the finale, he would, would record different endings for that episode as well. So again, they wouldn't know until they watched it like we did. And I feel like BET could have done something like that. Like everyone knew they were, all the people that were nominated knew they were nominated. So why not have all those people just send in thank yous? And then when you air the award show, you show the video of the person that actually won and then they find out that night that they won just like, when you know, we're watching it. I don't know why they didn't do it like that. I don't know if their intention was to maybe do it like that. And it's just they didn't get videos back from people, which I don't understand why, because I don't know what other people are doing right now. So I don't see why they didn't have time to send that in. But again, I don't know what process they went through, but that's really the only thing I can see that they could have improved on. I feel like they could have given out way more awards it would have cut out some of the skits that I felt like weren't necessarily needed and maybe given Amanda a, a little break. But besides that, again, this award show was an A minus for me. And, you know, I think that this is kind of the blueprint going forward that maybe other award shows may try. Now, I do know coming up the MTV Video Awards, I think, are going to be held in New York and they say they're going to have it in the building. They're just not going to have an audience or it's going to be a limited audience. I'm not really sure if that's going to work or how that's going to work, depending on what's, what's going to happen with COVID. But if people are considering doing these um, virtual award shows, I think they should look at this and just build off of this. Cause I think it's a really good idea. Everything went, went by seamlessly I feel like, again, you can get the full feel of these performances. If you can just give out a little bit more of the awards, I feel like it's probably better for everybody because they don't have to like fly in and get their seats and sit through a whole three hours. If they want to watch it, they can or whatever. But, you know, they can send their videos in and find out if they won that night. So I think it's a pretty good idea. So I would love to hear what you thought about this year's BET Awards. Always you can hit me on my Gmail, jbook, the number four, S-H-O, um, at gmail.com, or hit me on my Twitter. Uh, you can find all my links to everything on jaysquick3.budsprouts.com. And uh, thank you guys for hanging with me. That's all I have. So I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace.